The Gemara on Chesamut Aleph asks a question. Boy, Minerami Barcham and Merav Chiste, Hineach Mizrak Betoch Mizrak. So now you've got these Kalim that, that they use to hold the blood. And on, the, on, uh, on Yom Kippur, there's the blood of the Seir and there's the blood of the Par, so it's quite complicated. What happens if he, he's got these two Kalim, some, at some point one is empty, one is full, what happens if he puts the one, the full one, inside the empty one? One Kli within the other. Vikibel uh, Adam, and in that way he was Makabel the blood, he received the blood from the Par or from the Seir or whatever. Um, Rashi says we're not talking specifically about Yom Kippur, we're talking about any time. Mahu, what is the din? Min bemino chotzetz or eno chotzetz? And min bemino is a word that we have in Yeridea very often, which are there, it's familiar, the whole idea when it comes to bitul, is it two things of the same sort or two things of two different sorts? So we get into the area of categorization here. And if you take two identical mizrakim, and you put the, um, the, 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 you're holding, the, the kind of one is inside the other, and the blood is put on the inner one, and he holds the outer one, do we say that min bemino, that the fact that they're exactly the same, um, is that chotzetz, does that cause a chatzitza, an interruption, an insulation, between the kohen and the, and the vessel containing the blood? Or not? Or in a chotzetz? So let's go through the, the, the issue here a little bit, and then, and then we'll see. So Ra- Rashi says, min bemino means one Mizrak inside of another Mizrak. So the two kalim are identical kalim. Is it kohen, Which would mean that this Kabbalah, the receiving of the blood, wasn't done by the Kohen. It was done by a, a, a vessel, a utensil. Because he's not holding the container in which the blood is. So where do we know from that, it, that there has to be a container altogether and that, and that he shouldn't be chotzet? So that we have from a Gemara in Zvachim, where we learn, uh, talking about the floor of the, of the Beis Hamikdash and the need to walk barefoot on the floor, so we see here the idea that, that there should be nothing between the body of the Kohen and the Kli, the utensil that holds the blood in which he's doing the, with which he's doing the Avoida. Why not? How do we know not? Because, says Rashi on, on that Gemara, uh, because Bekabalat Hadam Kidichti Velakach HaKohen it says, The Kohen must take the blood. The Kohen himself, his body has to take the, the blood. So then why not take it in his hands? Like, we, like there, there are other things, with the Torahs and things like that, where he uses his hands. If it's so important that the Kohen himself must receive the blood, why not receive it with his hands? So that we see the Vilna Gon brings on, on that posuk. Uh, that we learn back from, from at, at Harsinai, Moshe brings a korban, and vayasem ba'aganot, and he puts and he puts the blood into containers. From there we learn that this blood has to be received in a container, not not on its own. Why is all of this so important? So we learn that from a side comment of Tosfus, where Tosfus says, 
Aval b'she'enu min or pshita dechotzeitz. The Gemara doesn't ask about using two different min. You put, you put a the mizrak inside some other kitchen bowl or or some other thing. Then that certainly it would be chotzeitz. Velo kari be velo kach. V'chein beferik sheni dizvachim shloyed avach chotzeitz bein ol event klishores. The Gemara we've just seen. V'chein beferik mokam shenagul. You remember back in Gemara in, in Psochim Daf Nun Zayin. There was the story of Yisachar Ishkvar Barkoi, who was a Kohen Godel at the time of the Hashmonaim. And um, he used to be very precious about his hands. So he wore gloves, he put something around his hands while he did the, the avoider, so as not to dirty his hands. The Gemara says, what happened to him in the end? And they said, an interesting story. He got in between an argument between the king and the queen of the Beit Hashmonaim. They were arguing about whether veal or lamb is better. And they said, let's call the, call the Kohen Godel. Who knows more about veal and lamb than the Kohen Godel? That's his business. So they call the Yisachar Ishkvar Barkoi, and he doesn't satisfy the, the king and the queen very much with the way he answers. They think he's, being, he's ridiculing them, and he lands up losing both his hands. They chop off both his hands. Rav Yosef says he's fortunate that he got punished in Olam Hazer, not in Olam Habo. Punished for what? For wearing a garment on his hands when he did the avoido. That's how serious Rav, Rav Yosef saw it, that he thought cutting off his hands, he got off lightly. It could, he could have had something much more, much more serious than that. Uh, so so, uh, so what, what is that about? So one gets a sense of, of what that's about. The sense that um, it, it, it's a, a kind of a zilzal, I think Rashi might even say it there, kind of a zilzal bukodshim. He's cheapening the kodshim by not, by not using his hands. What's the idea here? The idea is understanding that the way we connect with the world is through our senses. If you remove one sense, you're, rem- you're diminishing the degree of connection. It's the way we experience the world and it's the way we connect with the world. Um, so you've, we've got smell, we've got sight, we've got sound, we've got and, and taste, and we've got touch. And, and if, if we remove one of them, then we, we diminish our connection and our experience of the world. There's a lot of very interesting research at the moment as to what we've lost over the last year and a bit by not having tactile connection. Uh, people with people, but there was a long time where even with things, people were very careful what to touch. And you know what it is. You go into a fabric shop and you look and you, you, you touch the fabric, you want to feel the fabric. When something's important, you want to touch it and feel it. And if it's very important, then you'll have a sign on a do not touch which means you want, people want to touch. You go in an art museum and it says, do not touch the painting, because you do want to touch. You would love to actually feel that texture of the, of the painting, and there, there has to be a sign there, don't do it. Um, but the natural thing is to want to connect and to want to feel. So to put something between you, the, in case of the Kohen, and, and the blood, and in this case, that's why we had to get the Psukim to say, maybe he should actually hold the blood in his hand. No, to have the, the Machto is also, is also good. Not only also good, that is the way to do it, but there should be nothing between his hand and the machto. He should want to feel it. He should want to hold it. He should want to touch it and, and use everything he can to be able to connect with it. That connection is what's really important. We see the connection to the floor of the Beis Amikdash. This, the phys- these are physical objects, but they're physical objects that contain kedusha and spiritual energy, and that needs to transmit. And the way it transmits is through the senses. We have no other way of transmitting kedusha. We transmit kedusha from ourselves to things or from things to ourselves through the, through the senses. And one of the senses is, is touch. Um, and, so, and that's what tactility means, right? The, the touching, the, the sense of touch. Is, is, then, uh, is, is then critically important. 
Um, Tosfos says also there, uh, he asks the question, um, but that in Gemara Sukkah we see that Lekicho Al Yadei Dovarach Shma Lekicho, that if you if you grab something, if you hold something using another implement, that's still called Lekicho. And Tosfos says there's a difference between whether you're wrapping your hand with something or you're wrapping the object with something. The Gemara says also there in Sukkah that when the object is wrapped, if it's something that's enhancing the object, that's, that's still called Lekicho, it's still the thing. So your question is, are you focused on the object or are you focused on yourself? Is the Kohen Godel focused on the avoider, on the object that he's doing the avoider with, or is he focused on not getting his hands dirty? And, and that's what's important. If with your lulav and esrik, for example, with your lulav, you put something on the lulav to enhance the lulav and to hold the lulav by, that's called lekicho al yadei and that, the Gemara says, is muta. That, that's, that's fine. But here we're talking about where you're putting something around, you, you're, you're protecting something in the, hand, in the hand of the Kohen Godel. And Tosfus goes into how it works with these two kalim, once inside the other, different ways of holding it and so on. But what's important is this idea that when it comes to an interruption, an insulation between you and the object, what's important is whether the insulation is there for the object or it's there for you. If it's there for the object, then you're still involved in the object. Where you see it very clearly is, for example, in this whole idea of a machta, that you use a machta, the blood isn't, isn't received in his hands. There's some things which are received in his hands, solid things like the ktoris, the spices, that he, first it's in a, in a machta and then it comes into his hands, but, but there's a point at which he does hold it, not so with the blood, although with the blood too, there's a point at which he sprinkles it with his hand. There's tactility, there's physical contact between the blood and, and the kohen godel, and it's interesting that, um, for example, if, if you look at dishware, at crockery, on, on the table, uh, and then you, you look at some, some cultures which we would consider primitive cultures, African cultures and certain Asian cultures, where they eat with their hands out of the pot, the people, you don't lay a table with plates and things like that. Where do we get it from? We get it from the Besamikdash. That's where it comes from, that you eat with implements. You don't eat with, everything's with implements. But what are the implements for? Not just that your hands don't get dirty. The implements are to enhance the food. I learned that when I went shopping for dishware with my wife. And, and when I looked at the dishware, I said, this is a beautiful design. This looks lovely. And she says, but what would the food look like on it? That's a different way of looking at it. The purpose of the plate is to enhance the food. It's not to make the plate, or the plate is a thing in itself. It's to make the food look better. It's the way you present. It's like the framing of a painting. So somebody who understands that, that that's, that's part of the... Of, of the presentation, so where the machto is there for the presentation, then it, then it's good. Uh, just to show you some halachic implication, how one has to, uh, how carefully one has to learn. So the, um, I, I heard an interesting shy. I haven't seen it inside. The Dayan Weiss, who before he became the head of the Eda Haredis, was a, was a Dayan in Manchester, and while he was in Manchester, he had a shaila of a man who before he became from got t- tattoos, and on his arm where the tefillin are was a tattoo of a naked woman. Now what do you do? So he goes through all sorts of different possibilities. Eventually, based on this Gemara, he says, get a piece of leather to cover, the le- to cover it with leather and put the tefillin on top of the leather because it's min bemina. The question is, is it min bemina? So Rashi says, what is min bemina? I've marked it with a little arrow at the top. Is mizrak bemizrak? It must be the same object. And the leather is not tefillin. So, I, so according to Rashi, that wouldn't work. 
Rabbeinu Eliakim, Rabbeinu Eliakim is amazing. He's a, a Rishon from the time of Rashi. Some say he, pro, he learned with, with Rashi's, uh, with Rashi's, he, he, he learned um, uh, with, uh, with Rashi, he might have been a Chavrusa of Rashi, we're not sure. He was a Talmud of a Talmud of Rabbeinu Gershom, very important. All we've got of him, apart from some quotations, is on Masech the Yuma. And that's been out of print for decades, and my son just got me one. So the, um, he, found, he found one printed in the 60s. But so the Rabbeinu El Yochim says, It's not enough that they're both Mizrakim. They must also be made from the same material. But, the, it, but it's not only that Zahav. It doesn't help if one was a Mizrak and one was something else. And they're both gold. That's not what Rabbeinu Eliakim means. Rabbeinu Eliakim means it's Mizrak within Mizrak, but that's not enough. In addition to it being a Mizrak within a Mizrak, it must also be a gold Mizrak within a gold Mizrak. They must both look similar to make it one unit, to make it one, one Kli. And the Yerushalmi, according to the, the Korban Aida, the Korban Aida I've mentioned to you before, an incredible person, he opened the Yerushalmi to the world, 18th century, um, and he went to, to Berlin, he was a rov in Berlin for a long time, started the rabbinical seminary in Berlin, which went on until, until the Second World War, uh, was the first rov to give droshes in the vernacular, he gave droshes in, in, in German, first rov not to, in Europe, not to give droshes in, 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 in Yiddish, but to give it in the language the people spoke, he was a very innovative person. And he, and he brings and explains on the Yerushalmi that the min bemina mizra kodesh bemizra kodesh says based on the lotion of the Yerushalmi it must be the same level of kedusha. So we see three different levels of explanation of what min bemina means. According to Rashi, it's enough that they're both a mizra, but it's got to be the same object used for the same purpose. According to Rabbi Yochim, it must also be made from the same material. According to the Yerushalmi, it should also be uh, the same level of kedusha. But to put a piece of leather under, a pe- under its filling and say that it's min bemino based on this Gemara, I can't see how you can possibly, how you can possibly do that. So there are interesting halachic discussions around the Gemara as well.